0: Hello, beer lovers and welcome to The Antidote, a series of special episodes of Brews News Live. I'm your host, Pete Mitchum. In this series, we hope to engage with the beer community to share the insights, the ideas and some of the strategies that other folk in the caper um, have come up with. Uh, In order to provide a a virtual gathering place, if you like, an online beer o'clock, so that those forced into isolation away from friends, family and most importantly, their beer colleagues can connect, stay informed, but more importantly, feel a part of this extended beer family. What we won't be covering is government updates on things like retail compliance or any other directives that are aimed at the broader community, unless they're specifically relevant. Uh, To be fair, the landscape is changing so rapidly that there are far better and more immediate sources for that sort of info than than us. You can join us live or you can listen later through your favourite podcast channel and we'll provide a chat room function for you to send us your tips and tricks or to ask a guest a question in real time or just to listen in. If it looks like this endeavour serves a useful purpose, we might look at making them uh, a regular, even daily event. Just let us know in the chat room or the comments box once we post the content onto the wide, wide world of webs. I'm joined by co-host of Radio Bruce News, Matt Kierkegaard. G'day, Matt. G'day, Pete. How are you? Yeah, not too bad. Um, it's it, a question that it takes on a feel complete. quite right to say, "Yeah, I'm good," or "Yeah, I'm well." Yeah. Um, but I'm um, I'm upbeat and I'm positive.
1: That's and. Mate, to, to be honest, that's one of the reasons why we decided to do this um, today. I just had a bit of a feeling from the um, podcast last week that, you know, I, I think everyone's feeling a little bit overwhelmed by the situation and we didn't feel that it was right to go too deeply into some of the lighter news um, th- that we would normally do. <coughs> Sorry, I just had to, to cough. It's uh, not a dry cough, I'll uh, reassure everybody. Um, but... Yeah, look. It, having spent a lot of time on the phone over the weekend and today with people in the industry, there's a lot of amazing, uh, you know, sharing that, that can be done. And so we thought that, you know, one of the things that we do do, and one of the things that we facilitate is conversation. So it, it might be a nice way to just um, let everybody know, as they're sitting at home having a you know a, a beer during this very unusual period, um, that other people are going through it as well how they're how they're coping with it and you know to just get some thoughts and feedbacks and 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 share um you know virtually
0: yeah, there's there's a lot to be said for that sort of you know the small C community. Um, it's it's something that's very important in in you know, at the best of times, but it's something I think that really comes into it comes to the fore and comes into its own, and we we don't really appreciate the value of it quite so much until there's there's something like uh, what we're going through with, uh, with the situation at the moment with COVID nineteen, um, and yeah, as you intimated, Matt, we. We discussed, you know, should we do our, our weekly podcast? Do we just sort of, you know, put it on hold? Um, I guess the feeling is that, yeah, there's, it's important to that we keep people connected, that people have some forum to be able to engage. And then that kind of, I guess, um, moved into the, the idea of, well, hang on there. Yeah, I, I spoke to somebody today and they had this really great idea or they're trying to solve a problem. Somebody else may have already, you know, tried that, done that, Um, have the same system whatever it might be and we thought it'd be a great opportunity to uh, rather than just us prattle on for an hour to do a nice tight you know 30 45 minute um, chat with a couple of guests who uh, you know we can we can share their updates we can share their insights um, and they can perhaps give us some ideas of uh, of, of, uh, initiatives that they're implementing in their own businesses that might be relevant to other people and just to you know to, to sort of share the love a
1: little bit. Mate, very much. We've had, you know, we, we've had a lot of uh, serious conversations here at uh, Brews News about, you know, what our role is in, in a time like this. You know, we've never had to confront it before. And, you know, like we saw over the weekend and uh, late last week, Crafty Pint did the, uh, you know, really, uh, you know, valuable um, Keeping Local Alive campaign, um, celebrating, you know, reminding people um, and, you know, taking on that monumental task of collating what venues are doing to, you know, give people the ability to support them um, through this difficult time. Um, There's no point duplicating resources for that sort of thing um we can't keep up with the you know we don't have the resources of uh, news limited um and we're not at the uh, press conferences and the information is changing so rapidly that by the time we report on anything that's going on on a national scale we're going to be out of date um but this is something that we can do because the industry helping the industry and discussing the industry issues is uh you know right in in the ballpark of what we do
0: yeah, And as I said in my intro, Matt, we, we're hoping that this – look, if this works and if people find value in it and there, there is something to be gained from um, engaging and having – now, I don't want to use the term virtual beer garden because I'm going to – actually, look, I'll give a shout out to Mick Hulse from um, Hawker's Beer and uh, Joel Drysdale from Venom Beer. Who uh, have been doing a? They did a, a bit of a practice run the other day of a, a VBG, a virtual virtual beer garden, um, similar to I, I guess people would have seen the Stone and Wood um, sort of multi-screen, mm. uh, where they did a similar kind of thing. Well, Mix doing one, um, and he said that he was more than happy for us to to promote it and give it a shout out. So if you jump over to uh, maybe to Mix Pages or his um, social media presence, um, there's a little uh, button you can click, um, and it's a like a Zoom. Uh, Virtual conference meeting okay. room kind of thing, which is just a, a great idea. And look, if we can be, I guess, something similar to that—not uh, perhaps the beer garden, but um, a, a, a regular kind of thing—so that everyone can, as I say, engage, get some ideas, and and just feel that you you know you you are still part of it, even if you're sort of you know having to go behind closed doors a bit more than uh, what you what you did in the past. Ab- absolutely,
1: and you know, if you want to have a beer while we do this, I just figured that this is the end of the day. Um, for most people, so if they you know, did want to hear what the latest is, um, and they just wanted to have a bit of a catch up on what's been going on in in the industry, this was a chance to listen live. Um, we're going to pretty much put it straight up as the podcast, so anyone that isn't able to join us live can download it for their commute in the morning. Um, and if we it, it, we'll sound out the chat room um, afterwards and, and, and listeners and see what they think. And uh, yeah, look at even doing it. Yeah, uh, you know, every afternoon for for the time being, um, if, yeah. if there is
0: value in it. And the best thing about it, Matt, our chat room does not have a uh, a size limit. No, we can no. have as many people as you want in our chat room because it's 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 like it's a virtual meeting place.
1: Absolutely, and it's welcome. not essential,
0: but it's certainly uh, yeah not not subject to the uh, the same rules.
1: And you can certainly yeah uh, listen to to what's going on. So now the, the the first um and I'll get him on very very shortly. But the the, the first guest that we've got. Um, it is uh, Phil Mettings, who from Bintani, who uh, you know, Claire did a, a terrific story today, Pete.
0: Yeah, yeah. Uh, senior journalist at Bruce News, Claire Burnett. She posted a story today where she spoke to uh, East Coast Canning, to Hot Products Australia, and to Bintani, just to get a, a bit of a sense of of what's happening in the supply chain, um, and I direct people to uh, have a look at that particular. Um, story that, that Claire's posted, uh, but it did give us a um, – well, as a result, I guess, it. it um, we, we thought we'd get, as our first guest, film meetings from Bintani because it's not just you know – there's been a, a big focus obviously on hospitality because I guess that's the <laughs> – to use a well-worn term, Matt, it's the consumer-facing um, uh, experience that most people get of a, of a brewery or a, or a beer brand. Um, but the other side that people don't see, I guess, is that supply hey, chain um, – there's going to, going to be, look, we'll let Phil talk about it, but there's obviously going to be lots of different Hello. elements uh, that come into play when it comes to, well, can I, you know, if I can still brew, can I still get ingredients Hello, uh, Absolutely, that sort of thing?
1: Sorry, Pete, I've just uh, had Phil join us uh, while you were chatting.
0: That's good. Well, the whole idea was that I'd pad yes, that out I'm here, long mate. enough for you to, for to get, get him on. G'day, Phil. Start, mate, thanks very much for joining us on, uh, on this, uh, The Antidote our special edition of Brews News Live. Uh, mate, talk us through from the perspective, first of all, I guess, from uh, the supply chain. Um, what are the relevant points at the moment that um, the brewers might need to, to know? Hello.
1: Sorry, Phil, can you hear
0: Pete?
2: No, I can't hear Pete.
0: Ah, right. Ah. Okay. Um, all right, we're going to do a ventriloquist act. So well, Matt, we'll do that. I Matt, but... Okay,
1: so if you can hear me. So, uh, yeah. Um, we were just talking uh, offline that we would uh, caught up with uh, Bintani today, just to find out you know, how things were going. And it was interesting that you guys were, you know, were with um, ten warehouses. You feel that you've got you, 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 you're fairly secure um, in, in terms of your geographic spread for making sure that ingredients can get out to brewers.
2: Yeah, definitely. The, the geographic spread is a um, is a really handy, I guess, protection um, to make sure that we can still get products to to the Brewers, um, no, no dead set guarantee, but it's, um, it's certainly, it's comforting to have that.
1: And mate, how how are you and your team going? First of all, you know, just sort of uh, check in with, with how everyone's going and how everyone's feeling.
2: Uh, I think we're probably all in the same boat in that, um, we swing between, um, uh, uncertainty. And I think the uncertainty is really tough for everybody to, um, to handle um, when they're not sure what what regulations are going to be put in place and how that's going to affect them. Once they come in, there seems to be a really good, um, constructive, cooperative um, effort to, to deal with the new set of circumstances. But that's, that's pretty much what we've been like today, is about um, making the most of doing the best we can to deal with what came out, the news that came out yesterday and last night. Um, but certainly, certainly the uncertainty, the moments of uncertainty are the toughest, and and that's felt by by um, by businesses and individuals. You know, I think we all we all feel it.
1: And and I guess you've spent a lot of time on the phone to uh, a, a lot of brewers. What's your advice to your customers at, at the moment?
2: Uh, yeah, I've actually spent a bit of time sort of thinking about this for for our business um, personally for how we all sort of conduct ourselves and operate at a time like this. There is that huge uncertainty and, and absolutely enormous change, a lot of fear, um, fear around what the impacts are on, on us personally, on, on our staff personally, on our business. Um, I mean that collectively. Um, not necessarily specifically, we the been on myself, but um, collectively everybody sort of looks at those things. And I think, like, really what's important at the moment is uh, to keep in mind that So the actions that we we all take today uh, are going to be going to be have repercussions and ramifications going forward, and they they will be looked at. So I think it's really important that we we act um, and make actions and decisions that are do have an eye on the long term. Um, We sort of do sort of look after people, um, and I guess that's that's how we're sort of that's how we're that's the lens that we're looking at all our decisions through is how does it affect our people? How does it affect our customer? How does it affect the partnerships and the loyalty that we've sort of, we've built up over years and years? Um, because I think in six months, 12 months, when we look back at this period, we will be looking at how ourselves and how our, our partners, our stakeholders have all sort of conducted themselves. And um, I, I, think, I think that's a really good sort of way to um, govern your actions.
1: Mm. That mm. there is an element just in, in, in your answer of that old uh, World War Two poster, you know, or, or World War One poster. What did you do in the war? <laughs> kind of.
2: Yeah, I, I, it's, it's very much like that because you've got such a pervasive fear amongst the, the population. It's fear of you know getting ill, but it's fear of livelihood and um, you know those sorts of things. It's unknown about being sort of isolated and trapped. It, there is a real war element about it. I think that's a good lesson for us is that these things have been uh, gone through before and people, companies, organisations, they do come out the other side and we can't forget that and get caught up in the instant, you know, the, the, the reaction that comes from that sort of fear uh, is not going to sort of serve us well getting through this period. Mm.
1: And, and and what's your feeling um ha- having spoken to um you know breweries right through the uh supply chain how well they're um able to uh, adapt because there are so many different business models um is what I'm picking up from from uh you know breweries that we've we've seen a lot um yeah, you know, yeah I, we've been
2: trying to sort of get our heads around that um you know clearly it's got the breweries that are that are purely Retail, the, the, the brew pubs, um, but most do have an element of packaging, and and then you kind of get into the whole sphere as to whether their packaging is in keg, because that's negatively affected, um, whether their packaging is in in, in can or bottle, um, and then what their sort of capability is if they are in in pack, um, what sort of capability they've got to actually get access to canning. I saw that the East Coast canning guys that are, um, uh, I'm sure, working really hard and it's good to know that they're getting to as many breweries as they can because that's going to be really important for those that can still sell wholesale. Um,
1: That that was one of the interesting things Pete and I were saying offline, and unfortunately you won't be able to hear Pete, but um, Pete visited a number of breweries, and breweries that had put beer into kegs were finding it hard to get it back so they could put it into cans. That was something that was interesting um, in speaking to the, uh, to the East Coast canning guys. Chris let us know that they have the capacity to can from a keg, which, uh, w- which would be a lifesaver for a number of breweries. Yeah. It's huge. Yeah,
2: it's really important. Uh, yeah. No, that's good to know. So, I mean, the, the impact on, uh, the impact on people's businesses is so unknown at the moment. I, you know, Clearly, if you've got a retail venue and you've had to shut the door, you've you know 100% of your turnover is, has stopped, and it's just incredibly dramatic and and traumatic. And it's you know for those guys, it's about now um, uh, taking the actions with their costs and taking the actions to find new revenue streams. Um, we've, we've seen the same thing in the US. They're about a, a week ahead of us with some of the shutdowns. And
1: that, that's what I wanted to uh, to, to get you on to talk about because you. Um- you're involved in Bay Thirteen, that's going to open in Miami. Um, well, it was scheduled uh, for, for April, um, but you're yeah. also getting reports back from there about how they're handling it. So maybe you can give us a bit of an update on what you've what you've heard uh, from from the US.
2: Yeah. Uh, so yeah. So Bay Thirteen, uh, our, our our brew pub over there with um with our partner Nick, uh, was about ninety ninety five percent complete, looking to open in April, but that's now now closed up uh, for for a period of time, um, but Nick Nick, our partner over there, he had, he has other businesses in hospitality in Miami, and basically a week ago today they had their doors closed. They didn't have the staged introduction uh, that we had here in in Australia, where we had 100 100 people limits and that sort of thing. They just went straight to shut the doors. Um, and the big difference. The, the panic was enormous uh, for Nick and and his team because without a social welfare safety net for the employees, they basically finish work on the Sunday and 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 have no income then going forward and and no real access to, to welfare benefits. So, you know, it was just huge. And Nick straight away um, jumped on a few sort of different revenue streams that he was looking at. So. One of them was to basically provide um, online groceries. The market um, in the US, it seems to be that there's sort of different channels to get groceries to people. The supermarket's the obvious one, but the whole food service channel, and if you think about how many times a week the average family or couple would beat out at restaurants, there's a lot of food that gets consumed through food service supply chain rather than through supermarkets. So with restaurants closed, the food service um, supply chain had enormous amounts of food Sitting in warehouses that they couldn't actually get to to consumers. So, um, so Nick basically has opened up a, an online grocery store through his database, through his mailing list, through customers of his restaurants and cafes that are now able to order through groceries through him that he'll fulfil through the uh, through the food service channels. Uh, so there's a heap of work in that, and it's, it's basically given an opportunity for for the 40, 50 odd staff that he's got to. Um, you know, bunker down in, in one of the restaurants and there's a few of them doing web design, there's a few of them doing marketing, there's some working on logistics. And so they've really kind of got a bit of a purpose in the online groceries. They're also uh, opening the restaurant as, as a, as a, like like a soup kitchen or free meals for hospitality workers that, that are out of work now. Um, and a lot of them live sort of week to week on their paychecks. So, so that's actually getting a bit of um, take-up. Um, when the other one is doing is, is, is similar to what you're seeing here, is a lot of sort of online home delivery sort of stuff. So yeah, pretty similar, but just I think we should sort of feel quite fortunate here that we do have a, a, a hugely um, a much better sort of social <laughs> social benefit structure. So it, it's yeah. going to
1: be really interesting to see. You know, uh, we're months and months uh, away from this, but you know, once the you know the, the post analysis um takes place you know it, it'll be interesting to see what the Im- implications are for the, the us um when you know anything mo- <laughs> that smokes that, that smacks of um you know community welfare is seen as socialism <laughs> in, in, in a lot of ways it's going to be interesting to see how they uh, how they get through it and and, and what they learn compared to uh, to, to different communities
2: yeah it's- just amazing what's happening over there. I think, um, I think we've gone to sort of 40,000 infections by now. I think it's just such a um, such a uh, such a huge social humanitarian crisis that's just just on on their doorstep. So, mm.
1: well, well, yeah. well you are you are in lockdown at the moment because you've just re- recently returned from from the US, haven't you?
2: <laughs> yeah, so I got back on Monday, and um, and I've been sort of isolating. Uh, for one week now have got another week to go um, so it's pretty interesting but, um, but, but <laughs> it's actually not too bad <laughs> no, <I don't> mind. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's a good time to get a lot of work done
1: so, um, Absolutely although things are changing so quickly it's uh, I, I'm, if, I, if I didn't have ADD before you know, every, my, my phone keeps uh, pinging with something different that I've got to uh, drag my attention away so I, my computer's grinding to a halt with the number of <laughs> open windows I've got
2: yeah, I can imagine. I think there's a few few um, online services struggling, the APO struggling, sampling, struggling. So I'm sure video conferencing services will be tested as well. It's just a whole new world now.
1: Well, fortunately, to 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 some extent, although Pete, you, you can't hear Pete, uh, at least this seems to be working. Okay, so uh, well, well, Phil Mettings, thank you very much for joining us uh, for the, the the first episode of the Antidote and giving us in, uh, giving us a bit of an update on how things are going at Bintani and also uh, you know a, a snapshot from what's uh, going on overseas. Yeah, not a problem at all,
2: Matt. Cheers. Thanks for
0: the
1: chat. Talk to you soon. Bye. Okay.
0: Bye. Thanks, sorry, Phil.
1: Sorry about that, Pete. <laughs> sorry. No, that's
0: right. Uh, it always works in rehearsal, doesn't it? And, it and, uh, Something always goes wrong. It was. Like, we were doing so well too. We were doing so Not well. But uh, yeah, the most important thing was that it, really interesting to see. Uh, you know, if, uh, look, I know. Yeah, you know, red, red thoughts into green thoughts is something that I, I use quite a lot. Um, and yeah, turning lemons into lemonade. You can't open your 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 brand new brew pub. You're ninety eight or well, ninety five percent, you know, ready to open. Um, but like you said, there's an opportunity there. Okay, we've got this stock. We've got these other um, uh places uh, of business you know, other retail outlets, um, soup kitchen for hospital workers is a sensational idea
1: because Isn't
0: obviously it? you're keeping your supply chain um, and look, this is where the situation is so rapidly changing um, and we're going to get some ins- insights from our, our next guest who we're just about to, to get on for your listening pleasure, but um, really great that... You know, as I say, things are changing, so it might not be possible to, to necessarily do it here, um, but maybe in a week or a week and a half, um, you know, if, if things are relaxed slightly, we can have some people going back to to those businesses to provide, you know, to, to close the loop on the, the supply chain, get some stuff from their suppliers, and then even if you're passing that on at a, a discounted rate or, you know, just using up food that would otherwise be wasted um, on, um, you know, whether it's hospitality workers, I've just seen in my feed a few things pop up where uh, there's a gelati shop nearby that um, you know if you if people can't come in and get it, they're going to take it down to the um, the fireys and the and the, the police station.
1: Yeah, and in the coming days. And look, over the weekend again, inspired by uh, the the keeping local live campaign uh, that um, the crafty pint has been championing, um, you know, went down to soapbox. You know, soapbox posted on Facebook that they. Uh, um doing takeaways and so you you phone through go down and pick it up um you know got a beautiful uh you know uh, feed and a, a four pack of beer and you know hopefully my budget uh, <laughs> and Bruce news is uh, like everybody else you know we're gonna have to sort of uh tighten our belts a little bit but uh as much as possible um yeah um get out and support uh you know pizza and a four pack or um Mind you, the diet doesn't sound too good with uh, karaki chicken and pork belly and and a four pack of beer. But um...
0: well, you don't have to choose that. You could have gone the salad option, Matt. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> sorry,
1: yeah, sorry. I'm taking one uh, for the I'll team, leg- Pete. I'm taking you, one for the team. You're getting next guest lined up, are you? I, I will. Yeah, absolutely. I was just before I did. I was just wondering. Uh, can,
0: you, can you do all the talking?
1: <laughs> well I, I so, will Lucky
0: I already spoke to her today And next guest is uh, hopefully Is uh, Jane Lewis from Two Birds Brewing um, So I thought it would be a good, a good opportunity To um, had a chat with, with Jane today And I thought some of the things she said We thought might be uh, relevant to, to some of our listeners um, because we do have, look, there, there are small breweries, there are brew pubs, there are medium-sized breweries and then there are the larger breweries and everyone has their own, you know, you sort of think, oh, the bigger ones, surely it'll be much easier for them to survive, you know, they've got more meat on the bones, they've got a bit more fat to get them through the lean months um, sort of thing. Um, but the bigger you are, of course, the, the the higher your costs are and the more staff you have, the, uh, there's lots of other considerations. And then the volume of beer, um, some of which, as I was so speaking to Scotty Hi, McKinnon P- from Wolf of Willows today and I think they're... Ratio is around about seventy percent of their beer is um, is kegs. Um, he's now got to obviously work out how do we turn that into into package. I, um, I think Jane will confirm. I think she said to me round of, there's around about fifty fifty. Um, so you know the numbers are slightly different, but the um, I guess the impetus, the the initiative that they need to take is still is the same.
1: Absolutely. Well, I've got Jane on the line. Jane, welcome to uh, the antidote. Ah, oh, hello.
3: How are you doing?
1: Oh, have I got Jane? Yes, you have. I've got Jane now. Sorry about that. Sorry. And uh, Pete, unfortunately, you won't be able to hear Pete, so we're sort of winging it um, a little bit as we go. Um, <laughs> but I,
0: just, just tell Jane I'm <laughs> saying only nice things about
1: her. Pete just relayed to me that he's only saying nice things about you, Jane. But uh, I, I believe you did see him today. And uh, uh, just first of all, uh, just check in. And how, how are things going uh, at The Nest?
3: Yeah, look, I mean, obviously, it's been a pretty intense uh, 12 15 hours. So, um, obviously, with government regulations coming in, um, we've had to cease trading. Um, obviously, with all of that, it means we've had to say goodbye to, well, at least, you know, put a pause on um, things with some of our staff, which is pretty uh, heartbreaking. Um, but, you know, we're continuing on. We've got an Uber Eats photo shoot happening in here right now to, to, to get that platform up and running. And we've got our drive for open, which was, which um, Pete was lovely enough to come and buy some beer off me today, um, which is obviously always
0: appreciated.
1: We, we were just talking about that. And I think the last time uh, we, we had you on the podcast, it was talking about uh, doing Dry July. I can imagine that uh, I'm reminded of the, uh, the, the the airport or the flying high. I picked a bad week to give up drinking.
3: Oh my gosh! I um I must admit I don't know how everyone else is doing out there, but I have my consumption has definitely increased over <laughs> the uh, the last couple of days.
1: Responsibly, of course. Mm-hmm. So, but Pete also said that you know, for example, you'd been on um you know, on the phone to your landlord um to sort of have a chat about what was possible there. What you know, what are the business continuity things that you guys are, are looking at putting in place apart from pivoting to home delivery and uh, drive-through?
3: Yeah, look, I guess the main things that we're looking at is is how can we conserve um, cash, how do we conserve money? So speaking to our landlord, who actually called me, which was really nice, um, around whether or not there's an option to... Uh, you know, put the lease on the lease payments on hold um, for a period of time. Uh, so they're seeking advice from their bank to see if that's a possibility. Um, so yeah, that kind of thing. Our main our main costs are obviously um, uh, utilities, rent, and um, and staff. So obviously, we're trying to keep as much money available for to be able to to be able to push into uh, uh, keeping everybody on board.
1: And, and how's your business, uh, Gid? I think Pete said, uh, just as we were getting you online, that you were uh, about 50-50 keg and um, package. I, I'm, I'm guessing that there's been a bit of an uh, uptick in package and uh, a fall in, in draft?
3: Yeah, most definitely. Uh, yeah, so we're seeing um, package not necessarily rise, but package probably maintain. Um, and then, yeah, obviously keg sales have all but disappeared um and obviously we're on the decrease last week and um i guess we' probably there's a lot of venues around the country with um with kegs sitting in them uh, uh at the moment
1: and i i guess how quickly can you um get back up to speed if if there is demand or you know if if, if um because there's so much uncertainty at the at the moment, I guess how are you coping with that?
0: Oh look,
3: um, there's certainly no no dull moments that's <laughs> for sure. Where, <laughs> we don't have any time for that, so it 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 all changes just so quick. I'm I'm staggered actually with uh, with the speed at which things are changing. Um, so you know, every day is like, okay, cool, what happened overnight, and where are we at, and and where to from here, and. I look at even lists of things I wrote a week ago that um, are now so far out of date or so far past whatever. That um, yeah, it's it's it would be laughable if it weren't all so intense and so stressful.
1: It, it it's it's very hard to even talk about a new normal because, as you say, that things are changing so drastically. Um, yeah. You know, I, I I guess who who are you turning to for advice? Um, you know, on, on how to make the changes that you guys are having to make?
3: Um, look, obviously, Danny and I are doing a lot of work together. Um, our, you know, our account, our, our commercial manager, um, and then also our people, who would, our advisory people as well. Um, so, them and that's kind of really it. I don't have time to, haven't had time to reach out to anyone else to really to see what's happening. And I've, I guess I've been looking a lot at... Um, china um and how they were handling things so definitely been been using that as a reference point for people who've managed to make their way through to the other side of things um and that's been pretty helpful
1: that's good all all the very very best thank you uh, very much for joining us and having a bit of a chat about how things are going down at the nest and uh now I need to ask, uh, are you available in Queensland at the moment? Because I haven't seen you on the shelves here for a while, but I was going to go out and get uh, my next uh, beer run, make sure I grab some. Oh,
3: thanks, mate. Yeah, look, definitely we are on the shelves in Queensland. I understand that there's obviously different licensing up there, so it can be a little bit harder, but um, I can even put you in contact with our ambassador up there and we can make sure we get you some beer.
1: Uh, no, that, well, uh, paid, of course. Uh, yeah, of I'll, course. I'd, I'd like sure. to... Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, no. <laughs> I'd... Yeah, I well, wasn't holding hands out for freebies uh, at, at, at now of all, of all times.
3: No, I appreciate that. And uh, I've, I'm usually the one who wants to give out all the free beer and then uh, people have been offering to pay for it. I'm like, you know what? Yes, yes. I will allow that. I will appreciate that very much. And, yeah uh, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm incredibly thankful for, for any of that sort of stuff at the moment.
1: So. Well, well the, the best sign that I've seen uh, on, on anyone's uh, you know, Facebook page is somebody who took a <laughs> photograph of their chalkboard that said, please panic buy here. Um, so maybe you can put that out the front of the (laughs) drive-through.
3: Yep, totally. Yep, if you're going to do it, please do it here.
1: All the best, Jane. Well, uh, we'll we'll, uh, check in with you again, but uh, thoughts are are with you and the whole team uh, down there, uh, both you and Danielle and uh, and, and everyone. So uh, all the very best getting through it.
3: Thank you so much, and thanks uh, for shining a light on this stuff, and and obviously thanks to
1: to you and Pete. Pete can hear you, you just can't hear him.
3: Yeah, (laughs) thank you.
1: Thanks, Jane. Talk to you soon.
0: Okay,
1: wait. There you go, Pete. Sorry, I, I feel bad that you're just sort of a, a passenger as well.
0: No, I, I kind of feel uh, like you know, just a normal person. One of the <laughs> uh, you know the great unwashed sitting out there in the in the chat room. But um, you know, instead of having to type a question, I get to ask it. They, well, yeah, you even if the guests can't hear it, refer
1: it to me. But you yeah, no, really interesting to hear. You know, like Uber Eats, for example. And Pete, one of the things that's come through for me. Um, You know, watching this whole thing is, you know, like I'm. I know that you're a little bit anti things like Uber Eats, um, and I am as well. But they do provide an infrastructure um, that. Is coming in at the moment, and uh, yeah, my understanding is that as a business, um, you know, hopefully not too cynically, um, you know, they're, they're waiving fees and um, as a way to sort of get people into the into the business. But for businesses like uh, Two Birds, I'd imagine it would be a very valuable thing having that service, being able to you know, pick up food and uh, and, and beer. Uh,
0: without putting any mayo on it whatsoever, Matt, uh, it was either it, look without Uber Eats, she would have had to let the kitchen go. So in that in that respect, yeah, uh, it's it's the lesser of two evils, for and, sure. And look, a lot of people too are using Uber Eats to sort of um, get a, a broad menu to see what they want, and then just calling the um, the restaurant direct, which is probably look. If, if we're going to give you some advice, it's probably not a bad way to go anyway. Just to give them a heads up, but a it, it does help them out. But um, but it also you just know then that they are actually open. Mm. So I don't know how up to date, you know, if you're having to close suddenly because, for example, you know, perhaps one of your staff has come down with symptoms and you've had to close the the shop, cancelling your Uber Eats, um, you know, uh, whatever, you know, your online presence with Uber Eats might be not the first thing on your um, to-do list. So you can can do it that way. Call, Call your local direct
1: uh, and James Davidson, who lives in Bright, um, makes a very good point. No Uber Eats in re- in regional areas. But uh, a- actually, Bright Brewery has yeah. been one that um, has been, uh, and it says the restaurants and the breweries here are doing their own deliveries, which is great. Um, so, and, and I have to admit, I'm not across the licensing in, in, in every state, but I believe that the hotel licences can deliver, um, in Queensland at least. So, So that's a positive as well, because I know that the soapbox guys were asked a question after i'd posted to to social media and uh they they can uh deliver but i I guess that would take a little bit of time to to gear year up for for to be able to even provide that service and uh you know, to anyone that's yeah, doing look, it,
0: there might be, you know, one of our listeners out there who's in the industry might have some suggestions for our listeners as well. Because um, I am guessing it's not just an easy thing to all of a sudden create an online shop or become an online presence or turn your um, your one hundred seat restaurant into a, a takeaway. Um, so well, there must be. I am guessing there'll be people out there with, with those sort of skills um, who maybe you you know it's worth hitting up to to just find out how they can you know I guess get in through the, the back door of your, your system and um, and set it up for you or, you know, put you in touch with people who can.
1: Yeah, and look, on the IBA resource page, um, they've got a list of, um, you know, resources from the government, uh, including cash flow assistance for businesses, the stimulus package. Um, they do have one for how do I set up an online store. Um, it's unfortunately behind a paywall, um, a membership paywall uh you know i i guess i can understand but um at, at this stage I would have thought that uh yeah, it, it, that would be advice that would be handy for everyone um but anyway um so i am not sure how people are doing it but I, I, I get the feeling that there are lots of uh Businesses, you know, online um, platforms that are making it very easy for people to uh, to to do that very very quickly. And uh, Luke Phillips in the chat room just said, uh, "Matt, did you see that Newstead Hot Wings challenge? I'd love to see a video of you chowing down on those." Um, I'll uh, have to look no, into that. No, Luke.
0: Nobody wants to see that. <laughs> no, no.
1: <laughs> I, I, I'm nobody needs to know this, but I'm a sweater. Um, I do <laughs> tend to to sweat with a little bit of spice. So, yeah, no, it, it wouldn't be pretty. Um, but uh, I, I did see that Newstead, you know, in fact, they were one of the first to do the click and collect, uh, you know, six pack of beer and a pizza for 30 odd dollars, um, and w- w- which was a great idea and it's great to see so many uh, people doing it.
0: Yeah. And look, as things settle in and look, if, if the antidote, if this series of episodes of Brews News Live uh, do become something regular, and as I say, that's completely up to you guys who are either listening live now um, or listening uh, later on, Um it, if it is worth it, that this is the sort of thing, you know, send us these things. Because I'm guessing, Matt, that once everything settles you know, and settles down is a, is a relative term, I, I 100% appreciate that. But up, after three or four days, when we've got a bit of a feel for how this actually works and people have have um, got over that, you know, the, the initial shock of we've got to close the doors or we've got to change what we do, um, that, that we can get hints and tips from people. Um, and if people have got offers and that sort of thing, that's perhaps something that we can uh, – we can help to, to spread the word on.
1: And we will uh, make sure that we get the audio resolved so you can ask questions yourself, Pete. Um, yeah,
0: but yeah, yeah no, we had two practices at it. One, I was out at the, the school collecting my uh, youngest, and uh, it worked then, so I don't know.
1: Well, it's, it's working now. It just seems to be the loop back, so maybe we've got some audio engineers uh, in, in the audience, or I'll uh, have a chat to John Guana, our uh, regular um, producer. Um, to find out if he 's got any su- su- suggestions but if if there are people you 'd like to hear from or if there are interesting pivots um, that you 've seen businesses do uh, to uh, you know, stay alive and try and repurpose um, we 'd certainly love to hear them i 've made a um, yeah. an, an approach no, to, to that Matt, um,
0: yep. if you 'd like to join us as a guest um, because you 're either doing something or you know someone or you've heard something that might be useful to our listeners get in touch with us at producer at BruiseNews.com or through the Bruce news Facebook group and we'll find a spot on future episodes for you well to do
1: my uh, to do my romper room uh, impression um, I'm looking through the mirror, magic mirror at the moment I can see Zoe Ottaway out there I can uh, so we might even reach out to Zoe and have a bit of a chat about marketing and communication
0: through these times um, for yeah, uh, anyone under a hundred years old, Robber Room was a show <laughs> on Channel Seven back in the sixties and seventies. And yes, Miss Miss Wendy, no Miss we- no, she was. There was um, a lot of yes, so um, probably a little bit. Yeah. Anyway,
1: um, <laughs> but just Mrs. just Schubert. keep <laughs> keeping it anyway, yeah, moving. she used on. to look
0: through the magic mirror and see everyone who was watching, and you always used to sit there hoping that she would read your name out.
1: But we have reached out to Peter Philip, um, who's the chair of the IBA, just to you know. Touch base with them to find out uh, what they're doing, what their advice is. I know that he was very, very busy last week um, w- with the IBA uh, advocating um, on behalf of uh, independent brewers um, Australia wide, and I did speak to him this morning. And he, you know, as he said, you know, last week it was IBA, this week it's uh, my own business, uh, Waywood, and. You know, congratulations to all of the people who are, you know, sort of working and not just in their own businesses, but working to help everybody else um, and getting their, you know, getting their uh, stuff sorted as well.
0: And Matt, uh, in signing off, um, I I hope that we've done a little bit to sort of, as I say, engage to give people a a bit of a a virtual beer garden. And don't forget, Mick Hulse, Wednesday at 4 p.m., for um, uh, sales reps in the Melbourne area, um, I don't know. if, I, I suppose if it's worldwide. You could probably do it from anywhere. But um, we hope that this is going to be the, you know, the first of, of many of these that that we can do. And at the, at the, that just provide a little bit of solace and a little bit of company for you all out there. I think it's fair to say, Matt, that at the moment there's probably a heap of people out there who are just running on nervous energy, um, and and the reality of what's actually happened hasn't set in. So. I think then becomes more important. Um, It's it's important that they know that they can reach out, they can chat, they can feel sorry for themselves, they can have a cry, whatever. Um, You've got to, I guess, be there for others, um, particularly if you have staff, but it's also important that you you look after yourself and hopefully that's something that, that we can do uh, here with The Antidote.
1: And we don't know what every day is going to bring. Like this morning I woke up and rolled over and sort of looked at my phone and you know, every, every day is something a little bit different. So, uh, yeah, so we just thought at the end of the day, just something that's a little bit of a, um, you know, a, 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 not so much a rehash but where we're at at the day. And as actually James Davidson um, just said, yep, well done, guys, looking forward to more of this. It helps to hear that we are all in the same boat with the same problems, uh, not in this alone, even though we are isolated of sorts. And as as we, as we the lockdowns become uh, you know, more and more um, so severe and more and more of us are working from home, I guess that is something that we can do. And I'll, I will see if we can set this up so we can even have some phone-ins and uh, have people sort of uh, just call in and have, have, have a bit of a chat. Um, but first of all, we'll need to make sure that you can hear them and they can hear you, Pete.
0: Yeah, it'd be good to have people call in as long as we can hear them. Yeah.
1: <laughs> but, uh, mate, thank, thank you uh, for, for you know doing this at very short notice. At, at, at first, I thought um, of even touching base with one of the online beer delivery services and doing a beer a day and you know, doing the six-pack um, where you can order the six-pack and get the brewer on. But, of course, uh, uh, Luke Robertson did that very well last week, talking to brewers um, as part of taking the... The Virtual Indie Showcase. The Virtual Indie Showcase. You know, the show must go on line um and so yeah as i say don't want to duplicate anything and only want to do this if we feel that it sort of adds something here we go um willsabelle pro tip i'd like to give myself an entire minute in the morning before checking the news on my phone just as a treat uh, great first episode guys thank you and yes pro tip I, and i have to say pete it's it uh, the, the thing that i found hardest is social media um you know twitter particularly which i find a bit of a cesspool it doesn't help um at 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 times um but i just find uh myself um completely overwhelmed by the fire hose of information that comes through from uh twitter linkedin facebook um and yes there is some really valuable stuff there uh but trying to sift through all of it and everyone's got a take on medical advice everyone's got to take and there was a great article that I might even link to if we do some show notes for this. It was an article out of New Zealand um, where they basically said, and it was something that I was very conscious of not doing um, on, on Bruce News, but they were just going to entrepreneurs and getting their take on what the government should be doing. And you know, even quoting one person who said, Look, now I'm not a, you know, like a. a Microbiologist or yeah, you know, uh, a physician. So what should do is I, I, I'm not an expert, but if I was a government, this is what I would do. And you're sort of going, well, what are you adding then? And uh, we certainly didn't want to do that. Um, and there is so much of that on social media, but then again, there is also some some positive stuff. Um, so I don't I don't know whether curating the 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 best stuff, but. Uh, um, Anyway, Pete, uh, we, we might bring this first uh, e- episode to a close. We could keep chatting. But thank you to, to uh, the, the chat room that joined us. Thank you for your feedback. Um, thank you to those who are going to listen to this uh, later. And, uh, yes, we will be looking at doing this at 5 o'clock um, Melbourne time. Normal time. Uh, <laughs> 5 o'clock Daylight Savings Time. 4 o'clock and... Um, add or subtract time based on where else you are in the world, um, and uh, yeah. So hopefully you'll join us uh, tomorrow afternoon. If uh, and we'll, we'll we'll see which guests we've got. We will post in the Facebook group to let you know who we've who who we've lined up. And if you've got any ideas, please join us in the Facebook group and uh, tell us who you'd like to hear from. But. Uh
0: Look, if you do have any questions for our our guests, um, if we once we tee them up, we'll announce it. We don't want to, it's not you know it's not like it's revealing a surprise or anything. Um, you can get some questions in uh, for them that uh, that we can ask them. Absolutely. But as I say, hopefully we can just you know we can we can just solve you know one or two problems. With our work here is done.
1: And just just that like, as James said, we're not alone. And look, Pete, the one thing I'll say is that you know. You know whether you're a fan of Scotty of mar- for marketing, you know whether you're Liberal, Labor, what you know, whatever your particular color of politics is. Um, I, I, I think if you look at the faces of people that are fronting the media, um, this is taking a toll on everybody, and you know everybody is calling for assistance. You know there there is you know they would be working very very long days. Um, you know, just be kind to everybody. Um, you know, and in, 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 let, let's tone the vitriol down a little bit on on, on social media because there are a lot of people who are doing their very very best. Um, and uh, yeah, and, and just be kind.
0: And on that note, what a bit, what what better way? To uh, close out our first edition of the antidote, a special episode of Brews News Live, uh, and I, I, I will Mac say, just as I'm
1: queuing, the, as Thanks I'm queuing on. the music, i um, trying to find an appropriate theme song. I didn't want to do the the, the regular stuff because I'm, I'm not a huge fan anymore of the um of the polka that we've got on the regular Don't say show. That. <laughs> but I, love, I wanted I to find <laughs> I wanted to find something that was uh, you know vaguely appropriate, but it's very hard to do it. You know, find some royalty free music. Um, you know, well, and, you also
0: uh, can't really have anything with lyrics in it because, you know, as I say, in this ever-changing landscape, all of a sudden a lyric can just take on a different meaning.
1: And our, our first just guest... Ask Kenny uh, Rogers. Yeah, well, and, and so that's why I went with a little bit of a uh, country and western theme because uh,
0: Vale... No, it was good. It was not too... It, we don't want to be flippant, but we also, you know, geez, we're not all in the morgue yet.
1: No, Pete, so uh, let's, let's saddle up and...
0: Uh, all going well. We'll see you again same time tomorrow.